Welcome to the Musings of Our Hearts, a Jesus Youth podcast on the lives of saints. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, uh, we are going to be reflecting on uh, the Apostle St. Matthias. Not much is known about St. Matthias and um, the works that he did and um, where all he went to, but we do know, of course, from Scripture that Matthias was actually chosen to be an apostle um, and to replace Judas. So he, the, an apostle at that time, the, the, uh, they had said, you know, that this person who was to replace Jesus, I mean, Judas had to have accompanied the apostles during the time that Jesus went about and was a witness to his resurrection, to the resurrection of Christ. So these two things we know that at least Matthias um, fulfilled and that um, he was also martyred. Um, other than that, I think Matthias is somewhat of a mystery, but there's actually so much we can learn from him and so much we can know of him and also to be encouraged by him, especially in the workings of the church. And so we see in the early church the um, the continuation of how the apostles, you know, they chose someone and they cast lots. Casting lots was also they, their way of allowing the Lord to also be part of their decision making, to be part of the workings of the church. And and in this too, although Matthias wasn't specifically called by Jesus during, you know, his life on earth, he was still called by God through the church. And that's something that I just find really profound mm. and beautiful is that how God continues to work through the church. And yes, through people, through human uh, understanding and discernment, but very much so uh, um, that God is present there and he wants to continue the church. So uh, after Judas, they were the 11, but even the apostles knew that they had to replace, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. position or uh, we, it had to be 12. And so I love the, um, I love the, the journey, that understanding, the conviction, and then also opening up to the Lord. There's a certain openness with, uh, some could say, you know, casting lots is chance or it's luck, but actually it's very much, they saw, it was their way um, of describing that action of discernment. Um, And so here again, God's call, God's work, and more than anything, Matthias also saying yes. Of course, we we see that, we we don't see it outright, but Matthias also had to agree. He also consented to this position and in his openness, in his readiness to say yes, he was also a martyr. He gave his uh, whole life to the to the church and to the Lord, and um, and yeah, suffered also and through the persecution in Jerusalem. And finally, he was he was martyred. Yeah. So you know, I'm also I was also reflecting a lot about uh, the beauty of the church itself. Like, you know how how beautiful is church and the life in the church uh the church is holy because it's a body of christ mm-hmm. but as individuals we are not holy so we see like how even one of the 12 that uh, jesus himself elected fell but you know it has to go on so and jesus is not there holy spirit has not yet come but the church doesn't falter there or doesn't stop there Mm. See that church doesn't end there, stop there. Even though amidst all these confusions, the apostles gather with Peter and Mm -hmm. Peter stands up and he addresses the situation 
you know, we know who he was or how, what he, how he has been doing during the <laughs> school, you know, when Jesus was there. But here now with the power of God, he, God works through him. Like he, he addresses the situation and, uh, and then they had to cast, cast Lord. That's the only thing that people may be like, hmm, why casting Lords? Uh, you know, in our family, we have done this casting Lords many times. It's not when we have to choose between a good and bad. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's obvious. The choice is obvious. When we have a bad choice and a good choice, the choice is obvious. Okay, we have to go for the good one. But difficulty comes when there are too many good choices. Especially like, you know, when we had to name our kids, like, oh, we liked all the names, you know, <laughs> especially for our fourth child, there were seven names proposed. What do we do? <laughs> you know, things like that. So then we really have to cast lot or pray more mm -hmm. for more conviction. So here they were, they had good people finally zeroed in. It should be Joseph or Matthias, Joseph or Matthias, Matthias or Joseph or Joseph called Barsavas, you know, <laughs> things like that. They couldn't come to a conclusion. So there they, they let God choose. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how they did it. So, and finally, you know, we, we see how, you know, Matthias lived up to his call. So whether it is an apostle or a norm a, or a common man, a priest or a housewife or a beggar on the street or everybody is important in the church. Each individual member is important and Christ died for all of us, all of us. So that that shows like, you know, the uniqueness of an individual, but also the collective holiness of the church. So yeah. that, that's what we see how the church goes forth. The church goes forth, even though as individual sinners, we try to make holes in the church, you know, <laughs> be church being the body of Christ. Everything is held together by this charity. Yeah. Uh, love of God himself, you know, his blood covers and cements and protects and does everything, his blood. So we see that, uh, th that beauty uh, in the church, even though the church was tried many times, even after that, you know, many centuries, the church went through so many pitfalls and so many bad things happening within the church that we can, not to mention about the many attacks from outside mm -hmm. the church, the things from within the church itself was so strong that at some point people thought that it's going to fall apart. But in those situations, Lord raised even powerful saints mm -hmm. who would hold the church together. Like, you know, remember Pope's dream about St. Francis of Assisi. The church was going through so much, but the Pope had a dream where this little Franciscan was holding the Lateran church that was going to fall apart. So God raised holy men and who, who held the church together, who supported the church. So that is what we see in... And also another, you know, the... Uh, um, uh, another a beautiful thing that I learned yesterday, you know, I was thinking whether I should say this or not, but it's about who is a bishop, like apostle, mm -hmm. you know, apostles are all bishops. So all the bishops are their representatives. Um, and when a bishop become a bishop, he gets a ring that is to show that he is getting married to the diocese. So when a bishop dies, a, a diocese cannot be widowed. That's why, you know, when a bishop dies, there will be another bishop soon elected to replace that. And of course, there will be some bishops like auxiliary and some other bishops who may not have a diocese, but they cannot stay like that. They have to be married to some diocese. So they will so they will have some titular dioceses where that is not existing right now, but that existed from where the church 
was driven out or something like that so mm. they will be given a diocese to marry so all bishops get married to a diocese i'm like oh yeah this is so beautiful like a diocese cannot be widowed and a bishop could not stay without a diocese you know so many things in the church so all these relationships showing to our eternal relationship with god so uh, that's another thing i learned yesterday and uh, and another thing about the court uh, mm-hmm. by that was given to us by clement of alexandria as a quote by saint matthias like mm-hmm. where he talks like it behooves us to combat the flesh and make use of it without pampering it by unlawful gratification as to the soul we must develop her power by faith and knowledge here the apostle is talking about our flesh and our soul mm-hmm. the fight between our flesh and our will you know and he talks about how we have to really like saint francis of assisi would say my body is a donkey you know i really have to tame it otherwise mm-hmm. it will take control of me mm-hmm. you know like that so he says to combat the flesh and make use of it not to pamper it with unlawful gratification so uh, our body is for us we are not for our body mm-hmm. like that and this body is it becomes glorious because it it is housing a soul that is so immortal and our main task should be to develop this soul the power of the soul by faith and knowledge like faith things that is given to us everything is grace like you know we see the grace working in in the church through even weak people weak elements like it is the grace that equips us for everything god's call like today's scripture it is god who chooses us not us who chose him mm-hmm. so god's choice uh, you know the faith that he has given in us you know, placed in us the mustard seed we should develop that we should exercise that and also the formation of the mind the knowledge how and uh, how we should be working hard to form this mind that's why you know theological studies all these spiritual exercises become very very important and the church always stressed on that like you know we should be working um uh, like we should be working on these spiritual muscles yeah i think to further from that to um going back to matthias and and who he was and his answer to the call um I just want to reflect some more that yeah the, God calls us in so many ways. Of course he can call us individually like we can hear mm-hmm. his voice, we can hear his person, like we can have a St Paul, St Augustine experience. We can also just feel his call through the ordinariness of our lives. We can look at beauty, beauty can call us to this like transcendent understanding of I am, you know, of the greatness that we have within us. Like I was born to do something great and I want to do something great. I want to live for others, I want to do um and then of course we experience it also through the church through her sacraments like um maybe if we're baptized later on in life we have a certain uh you know um a divine experience through that and also through confession uh, of course mm-hmm. through the mass you know um through the the teaching of the church as well and so there's so many ways that actually god has opened himself to us and 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 mm-hmm. calls us but for us many times i know within my own life um we either numb our hearts we either close it off we we don't want to maybe uh enter into that um 
place because we think we're going to lose something. I mean, we see, of course, the apostles and so many saints and they were martyred and they died for their faith. Sometimes even within our own context, we'll see people who are Christians and they're suffering and they're going through mm-hmm. so many horrible and the, or they've quit their jobs. And they're, you know, and, and you look at them, and you're like, no, but I, I want this and I want that. And And so I don't want to deny myself all of these good things. And in that, of course, we see Matthias, and I and I, I love that we also reflected on this tension between our will and our freedom and what maybe mm. we feel God is calling us to. And that's where I, I always come back to this beautiful quote by Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. He mm. says, if we let Christ into our lives, We lose nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. of what makes life free, beautiful, and great. Mm-hmm. No, only in this friendship are the doors of life open wide. Only in this friendship is the greatest potential of human existence truly revealed. Only in this friendship do we experience beauty and liberation. And so today, with great strength and great conviction on the basis of long personal experience of life, I say to you, dear young people, do not be afraid of Christ. Mm. And I really believe like even Matthias right now is telling us, like, do not be afraid. Yeah, mm. maybe you came to the church later on in life. I know mm. for me, sometimes I have the same words as St. Augustine, late have I loved you. No. <laughs> you know, late have I loved you. But you're here now and God has called you you're here now yeah maybe you believe you're late to the game maybe you believe that oh you know yeah. it wasn't such a great uh, experience and encounter with god like mm-hmm. saint uh, saint paul or any but you are here now and open up your hearts open up your minds open up you know your your spirit and even your spaces you know your house and everything let christ come mm-hmm. into all and you will not lose anything in that mm-hmm. um and so i i love the again the uh The saints speak so much, but even so, the apostles, like, they they really gave a witness because they were the beginning of that radicalness of, mm. of that radical mm. readiness and openness to live completely for Christ. And so there's so much that we can learn, especially from the early church, where they learned how to discern the movements of God. They mm. discerned how, you know, God was working within the church. And yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually God's choice that that is uh, that works mm-hmm. that makes things work. So uh, you know, like you said, uh, it's it's the all inclusiveness of everybody in the community. That's why we say the church. Mm-hmm. As individuals, we are weak, we fall. But but you know, uh, the Christ binding everything together in the church is the one that makes everything goes go goes on and on so that's why i like this quote of jp22 mm-hmm. you know we are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures we are the sum of the father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of his son yeah so god calls us he loves us so that you know however much we receive that love that is making us what we are Uh, the, become like the image of his son. So we are not the sum of uh, our failures yeah. or weaknesses, but it's not our weakness and failure, but father's love and our capacity to receive it. You know, so I, I really, really like it because that is such a consolation where we think, oh, I'm weak. I'm good for nothing. I just have these two cents, you know, I, or I, I just came at the last hour. How I wish I had started this way back. But, you know, the lo- Lord doesn't look at it. 
he just looks at you know how we respond after our conviction like mm-hmm. even if we fall it's fine you know he's yeah. there to lift us up and put us back into the track like you know okay run you know you're back into the track you know go ahead and you are on my shoulders like that so uh, th- that is what makes uh, the this journey so beautiful mm-hmm. and when we that that really helps us to look at others also with compassion so you know the weaknesses of others so i'm like i'm i'm glad like you know i have so many weaknesses because when i look into others weaknesses i see mine own or even more <laughs> so so that that will that will prevent me from you know pointing my fingers at others so so we are not the sum of our weakness and failures but the sum of the father's love for us and our real capacity to become the image of his son mm-hmm. so maybe we can close with uh, this collector prayer for today in honor of mm-hmm. saint matthias O God, who assigned Saint Matthias a place in the College of Apostles, grant us through his intercession that rejoicing at how your love has been allotted to us, we may merit to be numbered among the elect. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. <laughs>